to Thriving with a Chronic Illness. I am your host, Smiling Sonia, and I share ideas, tools, and strategies I've learned living with and recovering from recurrent viral meningitis. I've undergone mindset shifts that have helped me move from just living to striving with a chronic illness. I know what it's like to worry about taking extended sick leave or losing a job through chronic illness. I share how you can become financially stable with the peace of mind that you have enough money saved to prepare for those emergencies and cover future financial goals. Good morning. Smiling Sonia here, and it is Friday the 18th of December. It's actually my grandson's birthday today. He's going to be 10 double digits. <laughs> 10. So we're doing a obviously long distance birthday thing via Zoom this afternoon. So, uh, yeah, that's the best we can do at the moment. As uh, the country is in some sort of partial lockdown with a tier system, and in London we're tier three. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to explain what that means exactly. No doubt you could look it up <laughs> on the internet. So, before I go on, today I'm going to be talking about worrying. So I'm not sure the title I'm going to give it, the full title, but it's around worrying. I'm not sure, trying to work out this morning why that came into my head. Yes, I know why that came into my head. I was listening to, oh it's a bit windy, I was listening to a guy, Gary Vaynerchuk, I often listen to him, and he said something about uh, to stop spending time worrying and to, instead of spending time worrying, uh, spend the time doing. I'll kind of paraphrase that a bit, but the, the, spend the time doing. And I thought, ah, and that, that links in with what I was talking about earlier in the, in the week about thinking versus doing <laughs> so I thought that was quite interesting because uh, worrying is kind of a, a thinking isn't it but, but a negative thinking type thing <laughs> okay so that's what I'm talking about today so before I jump into the subject as I always say I just to sort of update it's always good to have an update isn't it uh, I'm out walking this morning and I again I'm feeling really pleased that uh, four days in a row I have come out and feel uh, I've just uh, back to my usual wanting to get out and having a walk first thing in the morning it was quite dark when I came out <laughs> still wearing my sunglasses though need to try and look cool <laughs> okay even at the grand old age of 57, virtually 58. <laughs> but I can be who I want to be, can't I? 
so yes uh, uh, this this thing in my abdomen <laughs> uh, obviously still uncomfortable <laughs> but you know I'm being patient about it I know I just need to be careful I went shopping I did a little popped out yesterday and bought a couple of light very light things so I'm very aware that I can't I shouldn't be carrying anything but uh, just something that happened yesterday that I did yay to do with the house and that is I rang this one of the estate agents that I'm thinking of using and just said yep want to put the house up after the new year and it felt good doing that so it felt as if yes I've made the decision because I did rather than thinking about it rather than just thinking about doing it I just picked up the phone and I did it <laughs> there you go I did it uh, they're going to come round again on Monday uh, do another valuation but here's the thing because one of the things I've been worrying about one of the things I've been worrying about is of course you know people coming to see it and you know I want to get the best price I can for the house uh, knowing of course that I've been there a long time and and it's not as updated as it could be as compared to others. And so worrying about, you know, getting the asking price, worrying about, you know, making sure everything's done okay. So I've been doing those little jobs. And you do one job and you see something else and you, you, you can end up just doing more and more. And I just have to say, no, just enough. There's one job. <laughs> I know. There's one job that... um at the moment investigating whether we're going to pursue and so uh, yesterday as well I contacted uh, someone to to come and give a quote so that will that will be the absolute last thing there's some painting that needs to be done and so I spoke to my son and said right let's get that done next week and I thought I think I, I can do a bit of painting because it's not lifting and I thought yes we can do that next week just before Christmas just before Christmas, as I say. So yeah, so uh, so I had the conversation with the estate agent, and I said, "Oh, what about the pictures, etc." And he said that you know they'll they'll come round, they'll book a time that's long enough, so that if we need to move things from one room to the next to take the pictures, then they will do that, and they will put make it in the best light possible. And that reassured me because I was worrying about that. And just by asking the question and and the answer I was given reassured me. So that was really good. Okay, so let's move on. It's a little bit windy today. It's rainy and um, I'm taking the same path where there is lots of mud. <laughs> And there was a little... Was there a slippy slider yesterday? I can't remember. I can't remember. There was definitely slippy slidey the day before. So, oh, I, yeah, I remember now yesterday. It's a, a little, another little detour thing. So I might do some little detour things. Makes things interesting. 
anyway so okay let's move into worrying now i th- i think that when i heard gary let's call him gary first name terms <laughs> i said uh let me just find it because i've got me me up here Yes, here it is. So I actually wrote it down. When you are not spending time worrying, you are spending time doing. And I thought, yes, that's so true. You are. And it reminded me... Good morning. Good morning. It reminded me that, you know, it was a few years ago. And I I keep coming back to this, but it is my story. And it is why I'm doing what I'm doing. A few years ago, when my long-term relationship came to an end, so there was a, a significant event in my life, and and I think for a lot of people, uh, things happen when there's a significant event, and that can cause a worry, can't it? You may already be worrying about stuff, and I was already worrying about stuff, but it, it's more acute at that point. Uh, sometimes we we kind of worry silently, or we. We tried to sort of, you know, push it down, but it all came up to the end. And so I was worried. I was, I was worried about money. I was worried about my health. You know, where am I going to live? My future? All that stuff. And as I was worrying, <laughs> worrying about it, and you know, it's anxiety causing as well. I, I decided that, wait a second, worrying, just worrying is not getting me anywhere. Just worrying about it doesn't change things. All it does is, you know, raises my anxiety levels. Um, and I wouldn't have said this at the time, but it gets all the wrong hormones and stuff, doesn't it? Going around your body, it's not good for your health. And of course, my health wasn't very good, was it? So I was worried, worried about getting another viral meningitis flare up. And I think for people who have a chronic illness, uh, that is that in itself is a constant worry, isn't it? <laughs> You're worrying about obviously the condition you have. You're worrying about. Uh, the symptoms you're having so you'll be worrying about the current symptoms whether or not you're going to get any more symptoms whether or not those symptoms will stop especially if they're uncomfortable worried about medication so one of the things I was worried about was uh, the medication that was recommended that I now take for the rest of my life what are the long-term effects on my body and a few years back when I was taking the medication I started to wonder whether it was affecting my health and whether one of the reasons I couldn't lose weight was because I was taking this medication. I had to try and find something, didn't I? <laughs> so medication, side effects. And uh, in one of my hospital uh, stays, I, my, my kidneys um, were packing up. So, I mean, that was particularly dangerous um, because of the medication I was taking. So, and that's the medication I'm taking. 
Uh, and obviously, and uh, my job, worried about being able to go back to work, worried about when I was back at work, um, whether I'd be able to perform, whether it be to the level I was performing for, or just perform at a level that is good enough for the organisation. And then, of course, there's responsibilities as well. And, you know, if you lose your job, if you can't work, the other responsibilities. Uh, you know, a responsibility as a mother, a responsibility as a partner, although at that time, as I said, relationship came to an end, um, grandmother. And responsibility... So I'm going to take a different route now, because that is very muddy. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, just day-to-day living. Just day-to-day, just getting through the day. Day-to-day living, because things changed. I wasn't able to do things as I was before, was able to before. So I think as somebody with a chronic illness, illness and there's probably a lot more that I haven't, I haven't spoken about, uh, there, there, there is likely to be that constant worry anyway because it's the uncertainty of things because uncertainty causes worry as well, doesn't it? And how many times have, have we, I talk for myself, I know there's times when I've been, uns- so when I'm uncertain about something, uh, I've worried about what the outcome is. And even if the outcome is not what I wanted, once you have the result or you have the information, that uncertainty goes and so you don't longer have to worry about it because you now know it. <laughs> Hope you get what I mean. So uh, I looked up uh, a definition, as I do, of worry. And the definition I came up around, I should say, was being overly concerned about a problem or situation and then I added um, whether or not it has happened this is very muddy (laughs) whether or not it has happened and I I guess that's where fear comes in doesn't it so we worry about something (laughs) I was asleep Right, let's get across this river. <laughs> this river of mud. Okay, because I need to avoid the... Uh, yes, that, that big puddle over there. Definitely don't want to dawn French moment again. <sighs> I've lost my train of thought again, so let's cross my over here. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, fear, worrying, and um, and you become fearful, and sort of living in fear. When I think about my mum, my mum was very fearful, um, very fearful of stuff, and she was constantly um, worried about things. Uh, she was. So... I wanted to, I wanted at that point to not be living my day-to-day life worrying. So one, uh, one of the things I said I was worrying about was my health. I was 
very overweight. I was very, I was, I was very overweight. If you looked at the, whatever the things it would say, obese, at the far end, <laughs> right at the far end. And it felt as if anything that I tried to do didn't work. And I was worried. And and one of the things I was worried about, well, not just one, a number of things I was worried about, was uh, my knees. I was always in pain with my knees. I struggled walking up and down stairs. It was so painful. And I I could see myself in the future um, having to use a wheelchair. And it was a bit of a joke, actually, with uh, with my ex. Although, in my head, it wasn't a joke. That uh, I'd be, you know, by the time I was a certain age, um, she'd be pushing me around in my wheel in a wheelchair. And of course, I already had an image of that because my mum, my mum was used a wheelchair. And obviously, for many years, uh, I was the person. Uh, that took her around and about and pushed her in a wheelchair so I was thinking oh my gosh that is going to be me and one of the things I didn't want is to be overweight and using a wheelchair (laughs) okay so there's one thing about being dependent on a, a wheelchair but being overweight because what I was thinking was oh the poor person who has to push me okay so that was my worry my worry about somebody else, you know, having the job of pushing me around in a wheelchair. And also, I was worried about having a heart attack. I was worried about getting diabetes, because every time I went to a health professional, every single time, although I do think there's an, an element of it is also because I'm black, that uh, they would say, uh, do you have a diabetes? And I would say no. And they'd always ask me a second time. And would you believe sometimes I was asked a third time, I was thinking, don't you think I'd know if I had diabetes? <laughs> but they were really shocked, really surprised. And, and I decided that they were probably surprised because I was this overweight black woman. <laughs> and uh, obviously at risk of diabetes and surprised that at that point I didn't have it. Uh, I knew that obviously uh, being overweight as well, I mean as well as being susceptible to a lot of things, a heart attack and I would constantly be getting these heart palpitations and I I just kept thinking I'm going to have a heart attack. I am going to have a heart attack if I don't do something about my weight. So that was a constant worry. And as well as, as I said, worrying about money, not having enough, worrying about what happens when I'm in retirement, I'm a single person now, um, things are good. they say things are more expensive, etc. Moving house, will I be able to buy, will I have to rent, all those things. So it was a worry. Uh, and, it's a, and I guess there are different levels of worry there's lots of different things that we're worrying about probably at the same time but some things will take up more of more of the space in our heads than others can you hear that squelchy <laughs> it's really muddy oh my gosh it is so muddy yeah 
time. It's great. <laughs> great at the same time. There you go. So negotiating my path, this journey this morning. Now, what I wanted to do was to, I think as I did yesterday, uh, provide some ideas, really. Because I call them tips. They're ideas. Ideas. Uh, oh, actually, before I go on to the ideas bit, uh, just to say in terms of worrying, uh, that when we worry, of course, and we don't like the feeling of worry, <laughs> we don't like these feelings, that we, there's then the, the temptation to do something to, to soothe ourselves, to relieve ourselves from the worry. And, and obviously, one of the things sometimes what we do is we do things that are unhelpful. And I said this yesterday about being disappointed. So, just taking another route, and there's <laughs> some great big logs. That's good. I'm going to be a bit climbing here. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. Okay, let's get back over that side. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, you're on this journey with me. Yes, uh, so I mean, I soothe myself with food, of course. You know, so worried and then <laughs> ate even more because I was worried. Okay, uh, not alcohol, not drugs, but you know, for everyone it's, it's something different, isn't it? Uh, uh, I am, I think one of the things I do as well is I binge watch um, TV. So I definitely know that's uh, something I do. And for me, I think that's, that's not unhealthy. <laughs> it I, I do binge watch TV. Love my next Netflix, now TV, etc. And, you know, science fiction is my thing. Science fiction, fantasy. So anything, uh, I'm there. And, uh, but it doesn't stop me from being creative and doing other stuff because I also write quite a bit. So, and I journal, as you know. So I, I do various things now to, I guess, soothe myself. And I walk. I do a lot of I like walking. So I'll be, when, each time I'm unwell, of course, I feel that I've been put back. But I do still get out and build myself up again as I'm doing now. So I just wanted to put that in that, of course, you know, one of the things that happens when we're, we're worrying, we can try, we can sort of bury stuff, try, attempt to bury those worries by doing, partaking in things. And it's okay if it's positive, you know, maybe meditation, yoga, etc., sport, go to the gym, but not so good, of course, if it's um, more negative stuff. Okay, got that bit in. So, as I said, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no expert. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, okay. You know why? You know why I'm making that noise, don't you? <laughs> because just go, just go through the middle. Why not swim, Sonia? Swim through it. <laughs> that was mega squelch. Right, go with the grass, get some of this mud off. Oh. Bear with me. There we go. Yes. Uh, 
yeah, look, I'm not an expert. What I am is someone who is doing stuff. And as I'm doing stuff, remember, I am my own project. This is Project Sonia, uh, which actually started off as being um, <laughs> freedom. up and I, I saw something when I was looking at okay how, how you know dealing worrying overcoming worrying and there was a suggestion about worry time Riding across a grassed area, and I'm thinking, oh, this is what I miss because uh, I could feel my my breathing changing and my heart rate going up, and so I've not been able to push myself really. Although I guess if I walked uphill as I am now, um, that would um, give me a bit of a extra exertion. As I say, so that's what I'm missing. Anyway, back, back. Uh, <coughs> yeah, so, yes, you're worrying, uh, creating some space just to worry. <laughs> and I was talking about when I feel emotional about something and acknowledging that, feeling it, and then deciding to stay there but giving it a time period. So I say, right, I'm going to do, whether it's 14 minutes or... Right, I'm going to allow myself to feel these emotions for this afternoon, knowing that tomorrow when I get up, I'll feel much better about it. But I haven't thought about excuse me, using the same idea for worrying. And I thought, ah, oh, that's cool. So it's not something that I have intentionally done, but definitely something I think I will think about doing. And I mean, I am a bit of a ruminator anyway but the idea of saying right I'm going to do my worrying ruminating uh, every day between 6 and 6.30 (laughs) yeah anyway anyway Uh, so that's one tip so that's what I got from somewhere else but I I like it I like it Uh, so another tip or idea is do something and that's definitely me I find myself worrying about a thing whether it's happening or I think it's going to happen or I know it's going to happen but I do something so whether it's something related to that thing and sometimes of course we can do something by Preparing ourselves, organising ourselves uh, for for the event, especially if the event's going to happen anyway. 
someone says and you can prepare and that's what I do I do a lot of preparing myself what do I need to get in order so that as I'm going through the event itself um, I don't have any additional stresses I guess you know in public speaking and uh, you know you're going to be doing something is making sure that you've got all your stuff prepared um, you know exactly what you're going to say etc so that all you have to focus on is the delivery because you know what you're going to talk about <laughs> and so I'm saying that and I do this podcast and I don't do any preparation well that's not true I do a little bit of preparation but I literally I'm talking straight out of my head <laughs> well there you go ah right another one share your thoughts I'm not so good at this. I'm not so good uh, if I'm worrying about something, uh, maybe seeking out someone to talk about it. However, I do think I'm much better than I was in, in that because I am maybe creating more opportunities for myself to talk to people. So I do reach out to people a little bit more. Um, to talk to and, I, and obviously one support group that I'm, I'm with I have a sponsor and the great thing is that I actually do actually when I'm worrying I do reach out to her so so I actually I do have I do have a person for that I have a person <laughs> I have a person to do that and he's very happy for me to do that so that actually I don't have to then be sharing that worries with other people like, there's one person I can do that with so definitely definitely advocate sharing your worries sharing your thoughts with someone and uh, what's the next thing journaling of course and I would definitely definitely advocate the journaling so whether it's journaling in using a book physical or as I'm doing which is what I'm doing now because this is my journal and this is part of my viral meningitis recovery journal Okay, and this is what I started doing to help me, and partly because I didn't feel that I had anyone to talk to, and and coming out and talking to myself. <laughs> but I'm not, <coughs> I'm not just talking to me, am I? I'm talking to you as well. So that that this this form of audio journal really suited me because of what I was going through at the time. And I've just continued on doing that. I find it much easier to just speak, although I still do write. Right, I've got here, find a different perspective. So I'll put that one in. And I think one of the things that's helped me, especially when I'm worrying about something, is to, be, to, to draw myself back from the situation and then sort of, Try and get a wider perspective on the situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, draw myself back. I was thinking about this. Draw myself back. I'm a visual, visual person, me. So, I'm drawing myself. I'm, staying, I'm walking along with this phone. Uh, and I'm literally using my, my arm, my hands. And I'm pulling it back towards me. I'm draw, I draw, drawing things back. And <coughs> try to of a wider perspective as well as a different perspective I guess a bit like if I was in a room 
with other people. So there was a circle. I'd say it was four of us. Say I was in a room with three other people and we're sort of standing in a circle or box shape. <laughs> My viewpoint will be very different to everybody else's. We're in the same room at the same time, okay, experiencing the same temperature, etc., etc. But our viewpoint, what I can see, will be different to what they can see. And so <clears throat> I will physically move myself to other positions in that situation and look at it from a different viewpoint. And that, that does, that does um, help me. And I think the last one, I've got, I've written relaxation. Hold on, I'm breathing a bit now. now. I've, I've written relaxation activities. Usually it's written relaxation techniques. But I think, and when we think about techniques, we think about you know, yoga, meditation, etc. And I've, I've chosen activities rather than techniques because I think any activity can can have a sort of relaxation element to it because we're all different okay so I for me coming out on a walk um, is my way of feeling relaxed about things uh, re releasing some tension and uh, and I, I do I am somebody that if I if you can you'll tell if I'm anxious I'm a bit hyped up because I'll be moving around. I can't, I can't stay, stay still. I'll be pacing around the room. So, uh, so I've learned that what I need to do is to just put me, my stuff on, go out and walk. <laughs> and just keep walking. And that helps to relax me. Um, other people, they like the bath with candles, meditation, yoga. Uh, for me as well, uh, gym workout. Uh, you know, doing a gym workout, getting all pumped up, and at the end of that, um, sort of like the satisfaction of completing a workout and, and then being able to relax my body. Oh, I'm feeling a bit... I was holding my shoulders up, and I just dropped them now, and, oh, so I was, actually as I was talking there, I was quite tense. It's quite tense. That's interesting. So, uh, okay, I'm, I'm up to the the main road so this is where I, I tend to stop and uh, yeah yeah interesting worrying I, I, again I think that's a, a massive topic uh, and again probably one that I'll revisit because there's le devil, different levels of understanding isn't there uh, so I've just spoken about it just off the top of my head but I'll keep processing oh I hope that's not something too bad it is an ambulance I hope the person's okay oh yes yeah, so okay but right okay again thanks for hanging out with me this morning it's Friday and uh, I'm looking forward to my weekend by the way I am <laughs> so you take care and I'll speak to you soon bye for now Hey, Smiling Sonia here, your host at Thriving with a Chronic Illness. Now be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next episode. Now if you liked what you heard today, be sure to visit my website, smilingsonia.com. 
to learn more about how I can help you build an emergency fund.